The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. The Chiefs were back to it on Wednesday as they prepare for the Atlanta Falcons Sunday at noon Arrowhead time. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Tyron Matthew, and Eric Fisher came to the podium, so we'll listen to Reid and Mahomes first. We'll take a quick break. Then you can hear from Matthew and Fisher, but first up, here is the Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. You guys that didn't practice today, were uh, Tyreek, um, Edwards, uh, and Damian Wilson. <clears throat> so they're all making progress. Um, Hitch likewise didn't practice. Um, so he's got, he's in the protocol and, uh, you know, he's just working through that. So we'll, we'll keep you abreast of it, how it goes. All right. Anyways, with that, look forward to the challenge of playing Atlanta and we know they're a heck of a football team. So, uh, record aside, they, they've had some changes there, and I mean they're playing their tail off. So, uh, we'll be ready. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be ready for for them as we practice throughout this week. Uh, with that time, Jerry. Go first to Harold Coons. Go ahead, Harold. Andy, uh, two quick ones. One, uh, just a little update on Tyreek and Clyde in terms of their status with injury-wise. What was the injury with Tyreek, just to clarify? And then Clyde, do you foresee him maybe trying to make a returning for playoffs, you know, kind of situation there with him? Yeah, we're, we're taking um, Tyreek day by day. So he's got his hamstring tightened up on him a little bit during the game. I think he's going to be fine. I just want to make sure that thing uh, gets a rest here today, and then we'll just see how it goes. <clears throat> here that uh, tomorrow. So if he, if he needs a rest tomorrow, we'll rest him tomorrow. But uh, he went through the walkthrough and did all that. So um, I think he's going to be okay. Uh, Clyde is a, a, a different story. Um, probably won't have Clyde this week, but he, he's working at it. I mean, he's ahead of schedule and that's a good thing. So let's go next to Seren Petro. Good, Seren. Coach, I believe. I saw that uh, mathematically you can actually clinch uh, before you take the field. Do you have a scenario of, of who will sit, who won't sit, uh, if you do have that number one seed locked up? Yeah, I, do, I don't. Um, I've, I've got the guys ready to go, and that's what we're going to do. I mean, I, I I don't like banking on other people. I've been doing this long enough where uh, you never never bank on others, man. Just get it, get it ready, uh, get you guys ready to go, and – and we'll take it from there. So, but right now, to answer your question, our guys are getting ready to play. Uh, 
go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Coach. I, I know you guys are very close. Not trying to jinx anything here, but this may be the last time you you have the starters out there. What would you like to see maybe ahead of the playoffs that might make you feel more comfortable for the run here? Yeah, listen, I mean, I've, I haven't really gone there. Um, we're thinking we've got two games and we got to get ready for those games. So uh, against good football teams, that's the way we're approaching it. So <clears throat> but every week we try to do the best we can. And, um, and, and so it's no different this week. I mean, we're going to try to play the best football we possibly can. And anything less than that, uh, you know, is unacceptable, right? I mean, that's just not where we're at. <clears throat> Next to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Coach, good afternoon. Given the COVID protocols in place, how, how confident are you that you might have Damian Wilson available for Sunday? And, and is he a guy that could probably be played without a week of practice? Well, he probably could, but I'm, right now uh, the other guys are practicing and getting ready. We'll just see how he how he progresses through the week. You know, I mean, he's another day-to-day guy, so he's running around pretty good, but we'll just see, see how he does. <clears throat> Go next to Darren Smith. Go ahead, Darren. Hey, Coach. Uh, my my question uh, for you would be, well, a couple of questions. If you if you do get the chance to have the number one seed like that, what is your what is your just overall coaching philosophy as a as it would relate to sitting players? Uh, you know, the final week and then having like basically a three week off period. You know, as a student of history, obviously last year what happened with the Ravens and in twenty seventeen with the Cowboys. How do you feel about if you do lock up the number one seed this weekend, resting players, and what's your philosophy? philosophy on that yeah so if you go there the i mean if you go there then then you get your tail kicked right so i i don't even allow myself to to go in that direction i mean we, we've got to maximize ourselves against a team that's playing hard i mean they you know they've got uh they've lost these games that they've lost over half of them have been in the fourth quarter so i mean they're taking teams right to the end there and playing good football and so you let your mind drift on that stuff and, and you get your tail kick. I mean, that's how, that's how it rolls. So I, I don't go there. I mean, I just, all those things that will, not until it happens. Then, then you, then that's, then you take care of business then, but none of it's real right now. <clears throat> Let's go next to Seren Petro. Good Seren. Uh, Coach uh, Hitch, where's the, uh, the green dot? Um, you know, how, how difficult is it yet? You know, is, is there any scenario where you can kind of share that, have different helmets, or is it going to be one guy that, that has that uh, designation? Yeah, well, we always put it on a couple different guys. So, um, you know, we keep it uh, we keep it that way and then go from there. But, um, well, I think we'll be all right with that <clears throat> if he, you know, if he can't go. Looks like we've got a couple more. I think Herbie had a follow-up. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Coach, my apologies. I misspoke uh, my earlier question. I meant Hitchens, not not Damian Wilson, but like, a, is he a guy that can practice or, excuse me, play without practice, provided he clears the protocol by Saturday? Yeah, no, he could. Yeah, I mean, same, I tell you, same thing about Damian. You know, both of them are, <clears throat> you know, are the same same deal. They're, they're both real smart guys, if that were the case. So, And let's go next to Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach, uh, lots of road games recently, only one home game in the last month and a half, it seems like. Just how excited are you to get back at the Arrowhead for the next two uh, games here? Well, I mean, listen, we, we love playing in Arrowhead. <clears throat> it's a great great venue, even with the limited amount of people that we have in there. They're loud and uh, they get after it. So I wouldn't expect anything different, um, you know, th- this game here. But 
uh, you know, our players enjoy playing <clears throat> playing at home. I, I probably took a survey around the league that most of the teams would probably say that. So uh, it's it's uh, we've got a great stadium and great fans. I think that's all we have for you, Coach. I appreciate the time. Okay, thank you. Hey, Patrick. Um, I asked Tyron this earlier, but I'm, I'm just curious. You know, you usually do a lot of charity appearances and stuff like that. And obviously, COVID has wiped that out. Um, what's it been like not to be able to do that sort of thing this year, and at least in the same manner that you're used to? Yeah, I mean, it's been difficult to not be in the community. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, obviously, uh, we, with the quarantine rules and the protocols, you have to kind of stay at home and and keep your social bubble. But uh, I mean, it, it's different. I mean, it's different than any year that I've I've been in a part of a a team. You want to be a part of the community. You want to be able to go out to dinner, see people, uh, see Chiefs Kingdom, and you don't get to do that. So uh, just trying to grind away and enjoy as much time as I can with my teammates uh, in order to go out there and, and have success on the football field. Go next to Adam Teichery. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Patrick. Um, I know you got work to do to get there, but you guys are on track to get the number one seed. What kind of prize is that? And is it maybe a bigger prize than ever, given that only one team gets it this year? And Brad, I'll have one quick follow-up. Yeah, I mean, I think you just take it week by week. I mean, uh, obviously, you want to get that number one seed, um, but uh, we, we still had to win a football game. Um, and uh, we're playing a really good football team. And if you turn on that film and watch these guys play, you understand it's going to be a great challenge for us. And so uh, uh, we're just excited for the opportunity to get to be back in Arrowhead and uh, get to go up against a really good football team. Okay, and uh, that touchdown pass to uh, Kelsey, how long have you been working on that one? Like, what has is, is that one been in the playbook for a while? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been in the playbook for, I think, before I was even here. I think you remember Don Terry Poe with, with, with his catch that uh, he got in the end zone with. Um, so, I mean, it goes all the way back to then. And then uh, on that Monday night game in Denver, my first year starting, we ran the exact same play and, and Kelsey got in. And so, uh, it's being able to pull from the uh, inventory of plays that Coach Reed has. I mean, there's, there's uh, several plays that he'll come back with. We'll have new ones and we'll have ones that have been ran uh, ever since he started coaching. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go, Pete. Hey, Patrick, a lot of people always talk about sort of the mind meld between you and Kelsey and, and Hill. And I'm curious now that Clyde might be out of the mix for a little bit here. Where are you with that when it comes to the rapport with Le'Veon Bell? And how confident are you that he's ready for the top snaps in this opportunity? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm extremely confident. I mean, uh, he's had success everywhere, everywhere he's been. I mean, he's been a top running back for a long time now, and I think he's he fits into our locker room really, really well. And so uh, he's done he's done a great job in the amount of snaps that he's gotten so far, and I'm sure that he'll keep continue to do better and better as he gets more and more snaps. And as long as long as oh gosh, as long as the uh, the other running backs in that room, I mean, we got a lot of guys that have gotten reps in this offense and that are ready to step up and whenever their name number gets called. Let's go next to Darren Smith. Go, Darren. Hey, Patrick, two questions for you. One, uh, since we probably since we won't talk to you on Friday, Merry Christmas to you, but what is Christmas going to be like in the Mahomes household? And then I'll have a follow-up with you. Yeah, it's going to be different. I'm not going to have any of my family up. It's just going to be me and Brittany and, and Jackson. And, uh, uh, well, I, it's, it, I mean, obviously a little difficult because you want to bring your family up, little sister, uh, mom, dad, everything like that. But I obviously can't do it this year. Um, but, uh I'll get the, I'll get them their gifts uh, in any way possible, and uh, hopefully we can uh, enjoy just having having the time together that we do have. And then also, as a as a player rep on a more serious matter, how surprising is it for you that you that you read about players continually to break protocol, knowing what's at stake for them this season? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's difficult. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to say that. I mean, obviously, you want to follow protocol and do everything the right way. But I mean, it is a trying time. I mean, you, when you're in your house every single day, uh, uh, all year long, I mean, you, you kind of miss being a, be a be a part of the community and be able to do stuff like that. Um, obviously, you have to be a professional and you have to be able to do that in order to come in here and play this sport and and do what we want to do and what we love. Um, but at the same time, you just try to hold each other accountable because you know it is trying and you want to make sure everybody's mentally right as well. We've got three left. We'll go right down the line, starting with Harold. Good, Harold. Patrick, Merry Christmas as well, uh, since we won't see you beforehand. Uh, you've been a guy that's all been about all about giving this year, and you've received a lot too. But what is it for you to give back to the community and obviously with all the charities and everything? And then also, uh, what do you want under the tree for Christmas? Yeah, well, as far as as far as the giving part, I mean, being able to see the smile on people's faces in the community, uh, I think it is a is its own present in, in its own. I mean, uh, the the fact that I, I've been able to get blessed with so many opportunities and been and been helped out by so many people in this community and the communities that I've grown up in, I want to be able to give back just as much. And so, uh, just trying to provide opportunities for everyone to get and to receive whatever they want. And uh, for me, uh, I don't know exactly. For me, I just want another win and then uh, try to find a way to another Super Bowl ring. Let's go next to Seren Petra. Go ahead, Seren. Patrick, are you one that uh, pays attention to and knows all the tiebreakers and uh, what the different scenarios are? Do you Have you bothered to Google or look up I, uh, what beats what? I haven't. I just know if we win uh, this week, then uh, we'll, we'll kind of control our own destiny. So that's all you have to do is you have to keep winning games, and uh, usually yeah, that stuff kind of works out in its own. Let's go next to Steve Walls. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Patrick, uh, you guys like to have fun on Twitter, um, posting old photos of your teammates using the hashtag new profile pic. I I've seen posts from Tyreek, Kelsey, McCole, and other guys. Uh, talk about that brotherhood and, and who has the best had the best one so far? Well, I, I by far had the best one, either mine or, or the one of Travis, dude. The one of Travis is classic. Uh, but uh, having Coach Reed, I had to take it up another step. And it just kind of uh, speaks to the brotherhood that we have on this team is we can make fun of each other. Um, and still lo love each other at the end of the day. And so uh, that's how we are in the locker room. And uh, I got taken to social media. And so uh, hopefully there's no no two bad pictures out there of me that, that might get brought back up. Patrick, we had one late ad. We're going to go last to Cliff. Go ahead, Cliff. Yeah, Patrick, uh, just one doing a story on young quarterbacks. And just want to know how much pride you take in being among a group like yourself, Lamar, uh, Deshaun, the guys were kids, black and white now can look at, you guys and see quarterbacks doing it all different ways as opposed to back when your grandfather was rooting for Doug Williams and, you know, the, the, the numbers of black quarterbacks were few and far between. Yeah, I mean, you said it. I mean, exactly how you said it. Uh, it's, it shows that no matter what your skill set is, what, what the color of your skin is, where you grew up at, you can go out there and be an NFL quarterback. You just have to work hard. Uh, you have to be per you have to persevere through adversity. You have to make sure that you just go out there and be who you are every single day. And uh, if you do that, you have a chance of achieving your dreams, no matter what that is. Patrick, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. And now we continue on with safety Tyron Matthew. Hey, Tyron, I wanted to ask you a little bit um, of an off the field question. This is the time of year where you're, you're usually doing a lot of charity stuff and appearances. How difficult has it been not be able to, to do those in appearances in person like you usually have been? Yeah, I mean, it's a blessing that, you know, obviously we're still able to to reach a lot of different people. Um, I think one of the biggest things with me is, you know, I always want to be present. 
I always want to, you know, obviously those kids to feel me, those families to to be able to touch me and ask me different questions. So, brother, say that's just the that's just the biggest difference. Um, you know, me not being, you know, as hands on as I've been in the past. Let's go next to Harold Kuntz. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Tyre. Kind of following up on what Sam just asked. Uh, you know, in this time of giving and receiving, you guys have received a lot, but you're most of you and your teammates are really known for giving. What has it been for you, especially this time of year, to be able to give back, especially to the communities here in Kansas City and also to what you do in New Orleans? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think everybody across the world, you know, has really, you know, experienced, you know, some kind of suffering, uh, some kind of setback. Um, I think me being, you know, in the position I am, having a platform I have, um, just being able to, to be a blessing to people. You know, it's been such a tough year uh, on so many uh, different people, like I mentioned, um, it's all about me just, you know, understanding that, you know, uh, I have some of the things that that I've always wanted. And I think it's important for, for me to always, you know, keep in mind the other people who, who who don't necessarily have that. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Tyron. Um, wanted to ask you about getting the, the possibility of getting the number one playoff seed. Um, what kind of um, motivation is that for you to get that? And is maybe getting that this year more important than ever, given the fact there's only one team that gets that first round by it? And Brad, I'll have one quick follow up as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think it's a lot of um, it's a lot of pressure. You know, a lot of different teams trying to get that number one seed. I think right now for us, it's it's all about one game at a time. You know, trying to control. You know, what we could control. Uh, we got a got a pretty good football team. You know, coming in here uh, this weekend. Uh, you know, offense that's that's super explosive. Um, so, so right now, I think that's that's like the only thing I'm focusing on um, is the Falcons, and then from there is how can we how can we beat the Chargers. So, uh, once we get to the playoffs, we'll get there. But uh, I think right now, just trying to take it one game at a time, focusing on the things that's that's actually in front of us. You know, at the moment. Okay, and you actually answered my other question. So, thanks. Thank you. Next to Pete Sweeney. Good, Pete. Hey, Tyron. The run last year, the defense was really clicking on all cylinders. You yourself had called it championship swagger. It really felt like that was a strong point of the team. Do you feel that you guys are there? And if not, how close are you to getting there again? Well, I would hope so. Um, you know, I think, you know, we, we, we've done a lot of great things defensively. Um, I think we're still reaching, you know, for, you know, really our best game. Um, I, I still don't I still don't think we, we've put together our best game yet. Um, and I'm hoping that game will come. Uh, against the Falcons uh, this Sunday, um, which, like I mentioned, they they got great talent on offense, uh, a lot of explosive receivers. I think Matt Ryan can can still throw the football, you know, at a high level. And so uh, we'll have that opportunity. We'll have that challenge to kind of go out here um, and really try our best to put together uh, a defensive game that that we all can can really be happy about. Let's go next to Herbie T.O.P. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Tyron, congratulations on being named to the, the Pro Bowl. Uh, you're one of seven, obviously, on the Chiefs roster. How gratifying is it for you to, to see the amount of Chiefs on, on the Pro Bowl, and especially for you coming off of last year's Pro Bowl snub? I mean, it's always cool. I think anytime you um, you get to have that place amongst, you know, the best players in the league, it's always a, a gratifying feeling. Um, you know, I think for me personally, you know, I always know it's more work to do. Um, you know, the business of football is – it's not about necessarily what you accomplish. It's, it's more so about, you know, what you're going to accomplish in the future. So, um, you know, obviously Pro Bowl, all those things are behind me. Um, just focusing on how can I finish the season strong 
for my teammates and and really get in the playoffs and and be an effective you know defender. Let's go next to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, Tyron, you, you said last year. I remember something that stood out was you know you said you wanted there was a game I can't remember that got away one of the losses and you said hey we we want to be out there we want to finish it on our side of the ball and it was like a real pride uh, point of pride. Uh, and, and I know kind of dovetailing off, I think it was uh, Pete talking about where you were in 19. You know, is it different this year, though? Is it like, hey, you know, we win by one point. I, I know a win's a win, but, you know, how, how do you motivate your – I guess the question I'm poorly asking you is, how, how do you motivate the guys around you that, you know, okay, winning by one point's great, but we might need to play better than we played in a game here once we get to the postseason or playing playoff caliber teams? Yeah, I think it's, you know, really just comes, you know, comes down to you not getting complacent. Uh, you're not getting comfortable in the moment. Um, I, you know, I think we've had a couple chances this this season um, to to really close out games defensively. Um, I don't think we were we were really able to do that. Maybe a couple times we did that. Um, uh, but even going back to the Saints game, I felt like we had an opportunity to kind of win that game, close that game earlier uh, than than with the, then the offense obviously got out there and and shut the door. But uh, I think you know defensively, you know we just got to believe in those moments. You know we got to believe that that we can do it. And I know I, I believe it. I know a lot of guys believe it. Um, we just have to put it together. Well, the last two Steve Walls and then Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Tyrant, uh, an off the field for, question for you. Uh, week to week, I see you you post, you know, on social media about your your, your sessions with Donnie Starkins. And I'm curious to know how much the meditation has helped you step away from the daily grind uh, and, and not only help your game, but personally as well. I mean, you know, it, it helps me out a lot, you know, on a personal note. Um, you know, I, I mean, football is a big part of my life, so I take it serious. Um, you know, I take it probably too serious sometimes. Um, it's just a game. But I think, you know, being able to kind of step back from the things that you feel like are, you know, your responsibility and then kind of, you know, understanding, you know, from a bigger picture perspective uh, that, that I am truly blessed. And, you know, I do have some of the things uh, that I that I want. And um, so not to be too hard on myself, uh, but uh, I, I mean, I would suggest that for, for any young player, you know, um, uh, mostly to, to really try their best to kind of uh, tap into that meditation, yoga, um, because I think for me, it, you know, help, it helps me create a balance, you know, for myself. And we'll go last to Matt McMullen. Good, Matt. Hey, Tyron, uh, you mentioned the weapons on this Atlanta offense. I want to ask you specifically about Calvin Ridley. Uh, what do you make of his game this year? Uh, he's a really underrated receiver. Um, probably one of the smoothest uh, route runners I, I've, I've ever studied. Um, probably, I'll probably put him in a category with Beckham as far as just being a natural pass catcher. Um, I think he has that going for him. Um, I mean, you can see this team too. They, they, they really believe in this guy. Uh, he, he's become their deep threat. He's become their big play guy, the guy that kind of get them going. Um, so it'd be important for us to kind of ID him, you know, where he is in the formation. Um, and uh, I think he'll play a big part in what they're trying to do uh, to us uh, offensively. So um, just, just IDing him, uh, Julio plays. Obviously, he's another guy um, that, that, that really brings uh, the best out of that group uh, offensively. Um, so we'll have our hands full. They got Hayden Hurst at tight end. Um, so uh, they got about three or four guys that, that we got to keep an eye on. T, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Eric, I know this was the year of the catch and release for the touchdown and now the second Pro Bowl night of your career. What has 2020 meant for you, you think, in, in the course of the entire thing since 2013? 
Yeah, uh, it's it's been a wild ride, man. Uh, you know, I'm I'm enjoying where I'm at, and uh, you know, we're obviously doing a lot of good things, winning a lot of football games. Uh, I mean, we've we've won a lot of games since I've been here, and um, you know, to get that nod, it was pretty awesome. Uh, score a touchdown. I mean, these are things you'll remember the rest of your life. Uh, so, you know, just, just trying to stay the course and do my job and uh, do, it to the be- to, yeah, do it to the best of my ability. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Fish. Um, it, it's kind of an awkward situation after the Saints game because it seemed like you possibly weren't quite as healthy as, as you have been early in the season. What, what's just the balance of trying to grind through something and sort of weighing how much can I give in this certain game versus, you know, resting up for, for potentially the next week? Yeah. Um, you know, just here, here we are in week 16. And, uh, you know, obviously when you play every play of the season, you, uh, you have a lot of wear and tear on the body and you just keep, keep grinding through things, man. Uh, obviously there's adversity in every game for every position, every player, uh, you just overcome that, keep on going, keep doing your job to the best of your ability and uh, on to the next snap. Let's go next to Herbie TLP. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Eric, how are you, man? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm well, thanks. To follow up on Sam's question there, um, I remember back in training camp, you had mentioned you wanted to be a, a first-time All-Pro. Um, usually in All-Pro seasons, there's a defining moment. How much would you say the, the way you toughed it out in Week 16 was your defining moment? You know, I, you know, I, I kind of just, I have the mindset of show up to work every day, do my job to the best of my ability, like I said, and the rest of all that will take care of itself. Um, I think that's been my focus for a long time. Uh, I'm not, you know, obviously there's goals, but, uh, you know, things, things that you do during the season, you know, obviously take care of those goals. I don't know if there's a defining moment. I try to be as consistent as possible. And, uh, you know, I think that's what pays off in the end. Go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Fish. You know, Patrick's always talking during the game to you guys and giving you feedback. And Andy the other day said, you know, he'll he'll encourage and chew you out at the same time. What are some of the kind of things that Patrick says to you during the game? And what what, what kind of a leader is he like during the game? Yeah, I, I think we have such an awesome group where we have, you know, I, I think we have a lot of leaders on, on the field at the same time. And, uh, you know, we're all just – you know, motivating each other. But obviously, you know, we talk about in the line room, you can look back on the season and you're going to have that one game that was your best game. And you're going to have that one game that was, was not your best game. And, you know, everybody's going to have a game or a play or a series. And, you know, I think we all just support each other and motivate each other. You know, when we see a guy's struggling, we all, uh, you know, jump in to encourage and, you know, we, we just keep, keep on rolling, man. It's, it's a game that, there's a lot of adversity, you know, throughout and, um, you know, we just, we, we never panic. We, we stick together and we do what we've trained to do and we're, uh, we're enjoying it, having fun with it and uh, on to the next one, right? Go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Eric, were you anywhere close to 100% physically in New Orleans and, and how much of you wanting to play had to do with the fact that Mitch and Remmers weren't available and the team really needed you on Sunday? Yeah, I, I don't think anybody who's played the entire season can say they're 100% right now. It's a, it's a long, grueling season, and uh, everyone has things here and there that, that pop up. And, um, you know, I take pride in, you know, being out there for the guys, uh, being out there for myself, being out there for the team. Um, you know, obviously, I uh, had a little little back issue last week and uh, fought through it and um, got the W and on to the next one. Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. 
the, the bye week, uh, you know, is, is at stake. The number one seed, you guys are very close to getting it. Um, where, where do you sit as far as you, you've had where, where you guys have sat and taken a week off? This would be kind of a unique scenario. I don't think you've ever had where you could potentially be in a spot to be sitting the last game, then also get a bye week to where it'd be three weeks in between games. How, how do you balance? Like, what do you need or, uh, to be sharp versus, you know, rusty when, when you're at this point in the season? Yeah, I, uh, I leave those kind of things up to Big Red. Uh, you know, obviously he's he's been in a lot of these uh, situations over the years. Uh, he's he's seen seen a lot more football than I have. Um, so whatever whatever uh, position he puts us in, you know, I'm going to trust it. I know that he'll make the decisions to make sure that we're ready. Um, you know, so it's not really something that's uh, concerning my mind. But uh, you know, obviously there's thought processes that go. Uh, go into play there and um, you know, whatever it is, it is. And we'll go out there and do our job. Got time for two more quick ones. We'll go Darren and then Matt. Go ahead, Darren. Hey, uh, Eric, look, like you said, you toughed it out last week against the saints. What's it feel like for you when you have a former, well, you have an NFL hall of famer, former saints and chiefs lineman, uh, Willie Rove talking about your and giving you high praise on Twitter as well as the different shows this week. Yeah, I don't. I don't really uh, go on the, the Twitter that much, but uh, you know, if he's saying good things, you know, I, I appreciate that. Um, obviously, you know, being a former lineman, knowing what you know, it's not not that everybody knows what uh, what lineman or anybody really in the locker room goes through on a day to day basis. Uh, you know, the strain we go through. You know, it's a, like I said, it's a long season. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs and a lot of things that uh, take place over you know that many weeks. Um, you know, but that's awesome, you know, that, uh, getting the support from him. Um, but you know, I'm just, like I said, just coming in to do my job every day. The last to Matt McMullen. Good, Matt. Hey, Eric. Uh, so you're one of the few guys that's been here since 2013 when coach Reed got here. And I know it's week to week, every single uh, game here, but I'm just curious when you kind of reflect on your time here in Kansas city, what's it mean to you that you're, you've been one of the core guys that's been part of what coach Reed has built here. And now it's a team that's won 13 games in 14 weeks. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, I think it's me, Sherman, Trav left. We started calling ourselves the Three Musketeers. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know we we've seen a lot of Chiefs football here, and uh, we've won a lot of games, like I said. And uh, to be a part of that, to be uh, one of the building blocks of it, and to be uh, along with this coaching staff for the last eight years, it's 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 a uh, you know it's an honor, and um, I've really enjoyed it. I've uh, I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. I think all, everyone can say that, um, you know, all three of us, I guess. Um, but it, it's sweet. Yeah. To win th 13 games with two games to go still. I mean, that, that's amazing. Um, but I, I think we're just, you know, focused on today and, uh, you know, we can reflect back on all this stuff, you know, 